0: Just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace
1: and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality.
0: Welcome to Life Today Live. You know, for many years, about what, six, seven years, uh, here at Life Outreach International, we, we were following. We, we know Kelly Shackleford over at the Liberty Institute. We've been following this case that eventually went to the Supreme Court uh, around a, a coach named Joe Kennedy, high school football coach who would take a knee after a game quietly, say a prayer, uh, and eventually lost his job for that. And it became this big thing all the way to the Supreme Court uh, where he won. If you don't know the end of the story, I'll give you that spoiler. But how do we get there? I mean, I grew up, you know, my Fellowship of Christian Athletes group, we'd go pray after the football games in high school. And sometimes the other team would come up. Nobody had to. Nobody cared. Most people thought it was good because, I mean, it's better than what a lot of high school kids were doing, you know. Um, so how did we get to a point in our country where to say a prayer, even – silently by yourself where people could see you praying oh my gosh that's a fireable offense how in the world do we get there and how do we get out of it and what happened to joe Kane? we're going to cover as much as we can today can't cover all that uh and the good news is uh that there's a book out now that tells the whole story for those of you who are interested who want to go you know line by line through the details the book is called average joe great title by the way um and, and it, I think it hits at a couple of things, because this this could happen to anybody. And it's a weird thing in our country, but that's where we're at. We're going to try to deal with it. So appreciate you guys being here. If you're watching us live, you're invited to be a part of the conversation. If you're in a chat-enabled place like Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, um, and I think Twitter, yeah, I can see that one too. Uh, Joe, by the way, great, great to have you. I appreciate you taking the time to be here and, and talk to us today. Oh, absolutely, Randy. It's a pleasure. So, a little backstory for people who don't know, because I think that, that the prologue is is actually quite important here. Because you, well, you you started with this this high school in Washington State in was it two thousand eight? Is that correct?
1: Right, right after I got out of the Marine Corps.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. And what's the term you guys use? Not a former Marine uh, or not ex Marine? What's the is no, it, you nailed it. Former is it former Marine? A four marine. Okay. All right. Because there's no ex Marines. Yeah. You're just a former. Okay. But it's okay. Right. So coming out of the Marine Corps and then going to coach high school football, and you at that time were after a game by yourself, just taking a knee on the field, saying about 15, 30 second kind of prayer. Is that all it was?
1: Yeah. It started out all by myself. It was uh, just me taking a knee, maybe. 20 seconds, maybe 30 on a good day. Uh, I'm not a great guy that prays a lot. It's just God, you're awesome. Thanks for letting me be here and those guys for what they did on the field. So it was something just really simple and being thankful.
0: Yeah. I mean, as far as everybody else is concerned, you could have been tying your shoe, you know, Um, but some students did notice and started joining you over the years.
1: Yeah. A couple of them noticed and they asked coach, can, can we join you? And when they first asked what I was doing, I said, I was just thanking God for what you guys did out there. Yeah. And they wanted to join. I said, it's a free country. You could do whatever you want. So they started coming out. And then over the years, they, they more started coming out. And, you know, depending on win or loss, uh, if they came out, you know, if you get a, a good spanking, the kids definitely are, are not grateful or thankful for anything. <laughs> and, you know, the, the same thing goes if you, if you win really big, you know, they're so full of excitement. They, they lose their minds and they just go off and want to celebrate instead sure. of, uh, thanking God.
0: Sure. But at no point did you ever, as a coach, you didn't favor one kid because he would come pray over another kid or anything like that. Right?
1: No, absolutely not. And the thing, uh, the surprising thing about it was, is, uh, two of the kids that, um, over the years that actually, uh, said, Hey coach, I don't want to have anything to do with the prayer. And I, I was so impressed with those young men because they showed, uh, you know, a a backbone and um, such great leadership on my team. Two of those guys were my team captains.
0: Hmm. All right. So, I mean, from a distance, um, this looks like kind of just America, right? It's free country. Do what you want to do. Um, is is it really that simple or is there something else going on that we don't know about
1: oh, it was, that's what <laughs> baffled me i i didn't understand why this was newsworthy why did this go even to court how can it how could this be in america where something like this ended up happening and and making it to headline news to the supreme court and being a book and everything else
0: and it makes absolutely no sense in america so In 2015, what happened that kind of started this whole thing?
1: Uh, One of the educators from another school district saw what we were doing and felt compelled to call our principal and let him know, hey, I just went to a football game, first one I've been to, and I just want to tell you what your football program is doing. is awesome. And so, of course, the principal wants to find out what we're doing. That was awesome started a big old thing and then their lawyers gotten a little squishy about it and they they were um they were risk adverse and next thing you know it gets out to the public about prayer and then you know you get their freaks from um religious foundation or whatever they're called and they wanted it removed and of course the school will you know they don't want it fight with anybody and they'll they don't want to back the, anybody's constitutional rights so they ended up uh turning uh turning me down and uh end up firing me forward uh,
0: to me okay a couple of things <laughs> <laughs> right okay yeah a couple of things. right okay one so you you're, you're suggesting because i didn't i didn't know this the the person from the other school that saw you praying meant it as a compliment
1: yes oh, it was a compliment
0: that's that's wild okay and your school that ended up firing you was did you sense any malice on their part any hostility on their part or was it just almost like fear of we don't want any part of this we're scared of what could happen to us cowardice well
1: it uh, it depends on what you define as a school, because a lot of the people, most of the people in the school were my friends. The superintendent is, a, was, and is a, a dear friend of right. mine and all these people, we spent holidays together. Um, my wife worked there and for over a decade. So, I mean, this wasn't like, I, I just started there and I was the enemy. These guys are friends of ours. So yeah. it started out where we were trying to figure out how do we get out of the mess we're in it's in the news it's this big thing and it just picked up speed and of course it was their lawyers that was the one driving it yeah. and the school board they are going to listen to of course their, their lawyers the superintendent's going to listen to the lawyers because they're afraid of being sued and i told them i was like i i was like aaron you don't understand you're talking about a hypothetical thing their, their whole premise was this could potentially Become a establishment clause violation, and I'm like, you're talking about a potential thing. I guarantee you, if you do anything, I I will sue you. A guaranteed lawsuit because I will fight and defend the Constitution. The First Amendment means of the world to me.
0: I I need I need to read the book because I didn't realize that you guys were friends. I mean, it it sounds like it was uh, you you the your circle, your school was not the villain, but really caught in the middle.
1: I I, I still say that to today, and it's really sad. I did lose friends over this because some people did draw lines. But Mm. for, I'd say, the large part of the school district was actually on my side, and they were victims of it. I I hated this. Mm. All of us hated this, Mm. especially my wife. She was put in the middle of all this also.
0: Well, okay, now that's another interesting point. because Okay, so that's 2015. They do fire you. You do sue for what wrongful termination was that the original uh, legal thing? Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you spent, it was seven years. It wasn't until, uh, what, June or July, summer of 2022, that the Supreme Court ruled in your favor, which means you went through the, what, the the district court or whatever they call the one, which is probably not real friendly out there. Um, Walk us through a little bit of the legal ride because... That's crazy, man. Oh,
1: it, it absolutely was. It started out, they gave me a letter, um, the school district, a letter of direction. And they said, hey, stop praying with the kids. And I immediately did. I, I never prayed with my players again after that. They, but they still saw me on the field. They didn't know how to process that. And then the joining team joined me, or the the opposing team. So they had no idea, how do we, what do we do in case of this? So they just said, let's remove the prayer altogether. So they gave me another letter and they said, we will suspend you unless you comply with the school district's uh, directions, which was to stop praying. And I couldn't do that. So when I did take that final knee, they suspended me for the rest of the school season. that's when we started, uh, we filed the EEOC, the um, equal opportunity complaints, which led to the district. Now the district was, I thought we were gonna win that one hands down. It, it made perfect sense to me. This was so silly and so dumb that anybody with their with common sense could figure this out. The law was on my side, the First Amendment was on my side, the facts were on my side. They represented all of that. And the even the judge was saying things, just speaking things like, Well, I prayed with my guys when um when when I coached and my dad did and when I was a player and I'm sitting there thinking, slam dunk, man, this is going to be a touchdown. (laughs) This is we're going to, and he goes, but, and I'm like, Oh, anytime there's a, but it, 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 and this is not a good, but this is a bad, but he says, however, due to the, uh, today's climate, political climate, I cannot grant you this. And I'm like, wait, the, the climate You're a judge, you're not a weatherman. Why are you (laughs) ruling this way? And the Ninth Circuit, they tore it apart. Ninth Circuit was really brutal. The whole left coast. They are just the Ninth Circus. And they ruled that any display of religion on in the public square you could be fired for. And you gotta think about that for a second. Take the Christian side out of it. Any display of religion. If a, a Muslim wanted to show it a jewish person with their yarmulke across around your neck any display of religion could terminate you in the public square that's scary that's why i had to keep fighting because i didn't want to end up being the guy that removed all those religious uh freedoms in america
0: yeah well, i don't think any of us would have held you responsible for that but just here's here's the thing you're taking a knee after a game on on the field you're not saying a word out loud no, nothing right especially the last time right
1: the last time it was just by myself okay yep. absolutely silent.
0: Did, how do you in a court of law prove that you were praying did they just ask you um yeah and,
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and, and it's funny because they did and they didn't even ask me who i was praying, praying to. to it was
0: you know <laughs> just i mean it, it it does it really feels silly now i get it if you were compelling your pl- players to participate in a religious activity that they did not want to participate in, I would have a problem with that as a I Christian. I would too. Right? 100%. Right? As an
1: American, I would have a problem with that. Right. Forcing somebody to pray is just as bad as telling them that they cannot pray. I would fight just as hard. I mean, rights are rights of Americans. and. I just learned this wonderful word i'm being interviewed by a a kid in harvard right now and oh what's the word he has it's uh (laughs) oh uh
0: singularity okay what's it mean
1: oh uh religious singer oh no uh religious pluralism and i had to look that up and it's it's exactly that that you have the free will to um, worship or not worship in this, in the way you see fit. And yeah. I, I'm like, oh, that's it. That's what we've been saying all along.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would defend an atheist right to not believe in God, even though I would at the same time try to convince him to believe in God. But from a legal standpoint, be like, you're free to to not believe what I believe in. I, th- I know you're the same way, which is the foundation of religious freedom and so to go the other direction, why do you is is this just kind of a uh, do you think this is sort of just kind of a weird ripple in the psyche of, of our culture at large that we well we could be sued or well you someone might constru or someone or is there actually, do you think, uh, an agenda that's coming against Christians?
1: I I think there's an agenda um, more than just Christians. Um, I I know there's the battle of good and evil always going on behind the scenes. I know that that is going on. But the other thing that's going on is stripping away Americans from their rights. And that's plain as day. And if we end up losing our First Amendment rights, then the second, then the third, then the fourth, Mm -hmm. because it's like a domino effect. If you take away any right, all of the rest of them fall and we've been seeing them you just take a little bit of it and then a little bit of it and a little bit of it so it's 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 coming around in all directions and they're just chipping away at it and i don't know who they are but i know i know the the forces of evil are definitely fighting a battle to to take everybody so um i don't know where it's all coming from besides that but it it's very evident everywhere in america
0: it's coming from the biden administration right now <laughs> oh my goodness don't get me started on that brother it, it's true it's a fact not a joke all right okay sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry all right that is not the point of this from here here's a question uh bible says to uh bless those who curse you to pray for those who persecute you how hard was that during all this battle for you uh it, it wasn't tough at all yeah. uh it, I, I felt bad
1: I, I felt bad for everybody we prayed so much for every everybody in the school district <laughs> even their lawyers I, we, we really did they're, I tried to, they're, um, they're
0: like stop praying and you're like okay uh, but we're gonna pray for you
1: <laughs> yeah I, I wanted to open court with prayer every time like oh god please let these judges pull their head out of their butts come on please I, it, it was so ridiculous i I prayed nonstop and my wife prayed nonstop and we really prayed for those guys and we wanted justice for everybody.
0: Well, okay. That takes us to your wild Supreme court, right? How wild was it to be the subject of a Supreme court case, dude? That's not, that doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah. Well, it went up there twice. That's the
1: craziest thing. We went, we lost seven times on the way up there. So, you know, I I think six or 7,000 cases get um, submitted to the Supreme Court every year. And um, in 20, what was it, 2022, uh, they only took, I think, 60-some cases. So your odds are not good. So, I mean, you think about the odds. It went up there, and it got rejected. But they gave us a roadmap saying we're very concerned about these things if they're true. Go back to the lower courts, find out if these things are true, and if they are, bring it back to us. So we started the whole cycle over again and came back to the Supreme Court so that they could rule on it. Okay. It, it was absolutely insane. I, I can't think of anything crazier than the Supreme Court hearing a case over, and only two things I asked for was to get my job back and to take a knee after a football game. Only two things I asked for. Something simple as that.
0: <laughs> and in the summer 2022, as we said, uh, they sided with you. And now it was a long, you know, ideological lines. Uh, Lord knows if Trump hadn't been elected, you might have lost that case.
1: Amen, brother. Thank God for Trump.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, for all the things, as much as he annoys most of us. Um, <laughs> sometimes you wish someone would take his phone away from us so he quit tweeting. Hey, yeah. man, he, he gave us some people that interpret the Constitution, not just, just in our favor. I'm not, it's not just because this is the outcome we wanted, but they actually interpret the, const, you know, they apply the law in, in a constitutional way, not according to the whims of society. So walk us through a little bit of the, the victory side with the Supreme Court. What, what was going on with you?
1: That was the most amazing thing is that what they ruled and they really clarified. And I this was a huge learning thing for me because there was a case back in the 70s. So 50 years, there's been this case called uh, Lemon. It was Lemon versus Kurtzman. And not to get all nerdy about it, but my lawyers have pounded this into me for the past eight years. But there was this case, and that it's the one that um, has lost religious freedom for everybody for the past uh, uh, 50 years. Mm-hmm. And that's how they always um, had measured it. Is this a religious case? Is it um, where it's the infringement of the, um, endorsing of uh, religion? And it, it was a lemon test coming from the lemon case. So lemon test, lemon test, lemon test. And 7,000 cases lost because of this lemon test. This overturned Lemon, mm. and so it, it freed up 7,000 uh, cases that were bad because of bad uh, ruling, and it, they clarified what it's supposed to be according to the Constitution. So we have more religious freedom now than we have had in the past 50 years. This resets the clock to the way it was originally designed to, mm. the way that, that the the founding fathers originally designed the constitution to and the amendments to apply to us. So
0: it's not just a victory on your part. This is, I mean, this is significant in in ways we probably don't even know yet. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. And 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 on my side of it, they gave me my job back and uh, let me pray after a game. So. America won and I got what I asked for so it was a win-win all the way around
0: now and you hadn't coached since 2015 is that right that's correct yeah but so you got your job back you were at one game you knelt quietly uh, and and then you resigned right why did and and I I thought okay that's interesting I, I, I probably get it but I'm curious from what was going on with you why did you take the position take the knee and then, and then walk away from it. Right.
1: Very valid. So I went back. uh, So when the school, uh, they, as they worded, they had to reinstate me. So I went back and I was there in Bremerton and I actually received in my hand, my, my um, reinstatement letter. And that felt so good. I was nervous (laughs) because I had to walk into the, you know, hornet's nest that's been festering here for the past eight years. But I received my letter and that was my victory. That here it is. This is the first thing that I've asked for is my job back. So I was so happy to have this piece of paper. This is half of it. Now the other half was being able to pray after a game. So I was looking forward to, well, maybe during the spring I'll take a knee and you know, we won't have to do anything else. Maybe I, I, I didn't know what was up because I, I never got to that point yet. Yeah. So but they have me up with red tape They didn't even let me walk onto the field during the spring ball. So I was annoyed, but I'm like, all right, I'll play your silly games. Uh, I said, well, I'll come back in the fall. We'll try again. I showed up for ball camp, um, worked out every day with the team. We did our, you know, whole two a day things we'd have fall camp and I got to know the guys got to know uh, the coaches. And when the first game came, it fulfilled the second part of what I've asked for for the past uh, eight years. Now, a lot of things have changed. And the only thing I asked for, I told everybody I'd be on the first flight back. I was. I was a, got my piece of paper on the first day. And I went back for the second thing. And then my wife and I started praying about what do we do next? Yeah, I had a one-way ticket. I didn't know what I was going to do. So we started praying. I went to practice on Monday and we spent all night Monday praying. We got my dad's test results on Tuesday and uh they didn't look good. Uh, my father in law and uh it was a clear sign that God's releasing us we could go if we want to. So I went to practice Tuesday, Wednesday we filed our, our um letter of resignation and we flew back to Pensacola to take care of her dad.
0: Okay. So you had some family situation going on that, that needed your attention and yeah. Yeah. And, and,
1: you know, they were, they were jerks to me, but that was to be expected. I, I knew that was going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that That's too bad. Uh, but, well, okay, well, I'll just read this because Michael is saying, you know, you're blessed when uh, they insult and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Right. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure people read those types of scriptures to you or you read them yourself over the years. Um, What was your attitude while they were being jerks to you?
1: I I just, that's when I I was trying to be that good Christian, try to love everybody. Yeah. And, you know, I had death threats all the time and there's a lot of keyboard commandos that will sit in their mom's basement and, you know, cuss me out and everything. And I'm like, all right, tough guy. If if you want to kill me, let's meet at lunch. I'll be at (laughs) Noah's Ark at noon. I would challenge these guys come and show up. Mm -hmm. Now, my wife took it a lot more serious when the school district got the death threats. They had to put cops outside mm-hmm. and, you know, scream people. But I, I know I don't live in fear. I'm the Marine. If they want to fight, let's go. I,
0: I'm not afraid of anybody. <laughs> they did pick the you don't You don't pick for a former Marine to pick a fight with. It's yeah. Not real Wrong.
1: Smart. Wrong guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> At the same time, you know what? you got a platform that the average Joe doesn't get. Uh, Really, to be a witness, there's got to be a level of sobriety and the weight of where God's put you to enable you to represent him. I mean, to me, that would be, um, I would be more aware of that reality than, you know, some of the stupid things that go on 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 the peripheral. Did you feel any kind of weight at any time? The whole entire time. I didn't want
1: to go through any of this uh i i was an atheist until i got out of the marine corps and really met met back up with my wife yeah, oh yeah I, I i was like there's no god that's just a wonderful fairy tale that people tell other people when they're about to die you know all dogs go to heaven type attitude i i was very much there is no god when you're dead you're dead but then i found god to save my marriage and oh my god did he show up in the big way biggest way i told him Hey, if you give me my wife, I'll give you my life. I didn't. I had no idea he was going to take me up so literally. (laughs) And oh, the way I used to be. Oh, I was the biggest sinner from um, the moment uh, I was born from an unwanted pregnancy. That's what the the big story is, and that's why we wrote a book about it. Is the, the, the court case is just kind of a small piece of the bigger story of, of my life. Mm. It's it's too ridiculous. And God's sense of humor is just boundless of, of what he's done in my life. I There's no way I should even be alive. And when you read the book, you're just going to crack up and go, wow, God's, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> and he is very much a, If you doubt there's a God, read the book and you're going to just be there might be a God. If you don't
0: believe, you might well, be a He and he—I mean, there's a scripture about him using the foolish to confound the wise because he—he he does, man. He right here. And and to me, the key—and I would not calling you foolish—but um, the key is—is is surrender. And and someone who says, "Okay, God, I'll give it to you," even when we don't understand entirely what we're saying, He'll do amazing things. And I think your life is a testament to that.
1: yeah he uses the weirdest
0: people and i wanted him to
1: use somebody else i felt was more qualified use you you got a great platform you you were probably well versed in the bible i i suffer so badly i've never read the bible you know i know a couple stories in the bible and i i need to study it and i i have a hard
0: time even reading it so i'm
1: but so yeah, but he, he, here's
0: here's the thing about you know people that feel like they're capable whether they are or aren't we, we want to take the credit for the victory? I, I mean, who do you give the credit for your Supreme Court victory to, Joe? Oh, absolutely, God. See, there, there you go. There's. It's simple. Yeah, it is that simple. All right. How's yeah. how's how's it's, Florida? It's, you like Pensacola?
1: It's all
0: right. I'm trying to figure out what what God's got next because I I have
1: no idea. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I have no clue whatsoever.
0: Yeah, well, I I'm hoping that uh, you'll you'll be just surrendering to whatever He calls you to do because that's that's where the fun is. That's where the peace is. That's where the joy is. You know. Yeah. Well, I've
1: had uh, my my life mapped out until God got involved. And now he's taking it on a joy, right? And I, I don't know where I'm going to end up. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wherever he takes me. I'm going to go
0: here. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Here I am. Send me man you, you, you're not gonna go wrong with that attitude. And right now you're promoting the book. This is Joe's book. Average Joe, the story of the guy that took a knee on a football field and wound up at the Supreme court and coming out next year, um, a movie. Tell us a little bit about the movie and where they're at on that.
1: Yeah, talk about crazy. That was actually in the works before the book was. Somebody heard my story, and uh, one of First Liberty's uh, donors uh, heard about it and interviewed me and said, "Oh my gosh, there <laughs> is such a story here. Yeah. Are you kidding me?" Yeah. And I'm. He's like, "You can't make this stuff up." So we started writing it a screenplay and I was like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll do this. And that was an eight year project because COVID and mm. you know shutdowns and uh you know the uh the whole whatever it was uh writers guild uh yeah, thing strike. that they just went through. Mm-hmm. So and it it all came together this year and they just got done filming in Louisiana la- uh two weeks ago and my wife and i got to be on the set and we got to do a cameo it was and just there's no words to say how weird that was to Mm -hmm. see that this little kid playing me and you know and a, a 20 year old playing me as a marine and (laughs) <laughs> this guy playing my life now, it's, it's so bizarre just to relive some things, but really had to make my wife and I look back on our life and say, wow, we had to face some things we haven't faced in, mm. you know, 40 years.
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, one thing I, I just love about your story is the the truth that God will, if we surrender to him, do amazing things. I mean, he used – Use your situation, which at the time probably felt like it was like God, where are you? What are you doing? To change uh, a law, a case law that had been precedent in which a lot of cases were being decided on. You you change the law in our country for and, and as long as we can hold it there. I mean, that's a that's a big thing. That's a God thing.
1: It's huge. Oh oh yeah, has to be. I mean. There- I'm, I couldn't do that. You
0: couldn't do I that. Couldn't, yeah. I don't know
1: anybody qualified to do that. I mean, that is God.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. And well, just, I encourage you just keep, just keep that direction, you know, pointed towards him and he'll, he'll lead you, uh, and, and do great things. It, it's a wild ride. Yours a little more wild than the most, but I appreciate, appreciate you. Is there anything we missed anything you want to add before I let you go? I appreciate your time.
1: No, just just continue doing being the voice and you're still out there fighting a good fight. And I, I encourage every American. And, you know, if you're if you're an American and you're a Christian, hey, that's not a spectator sport. You need to get off your butts and get in the game. <laughs> it, that's what we need more people doing today. It's so simple. Just stand up and be present.
0: Yep. And you won't end up in the Supreme Court probably like Joe. So we'll won't, won't be quite the, quite the wild one. But uh, if you want to follow up with him, his website is CoachJoeKennedy.com. Looks just like that. Uh, and you, know, you can keep up with what's going on. And next year, we'll check out the movie. That'll be a fun one. Um, but right now, the book is available wherever you get books called Average Joe. Uh, and it's just fascinating. Uh, so, yeah, what a story. Hit share. Let other people know about this. And if you haven't liked, followed, or subscribed, please do that. And you will get more notifications of wild interviews just like this one. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live.